Welcome to the first episode of Marketing by the Minute Season 3, After Class, and I am your host, Skyla Bentley. Throughout the series, we'll be exploring the different experiences of early, mid, and late career Western marketing alumni. This podcast is being created, run, and edited by integrated marketing communication students with the goal of giving alumni an outlet to connect with students and give them insight into their personal marketing journey and the steps they have taken since graduation. Today we're going to be chatting with Nicole Shive and Ashley Uetta, both of whom graduated from Western just this last fall quarter and have lots to share about their personal experience in the marketing department and the ongoing process of job interviews and questioning the unknown of what's next. Perfect. Nicole and Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. We all really, really appreciate it. So how are you guys doing? I've known pretty good, taking a little bit of a leisure break since graduating. I haven't really been doing too much in the job search, but just enjoying like a break. Good. Yeah, doing well. This is my first day back on campus since mm. graduating, so I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, is it giving you any flashbacks at all walking into Parks Hall or? When I, when I drove into the parking lot, I immediately saw Academic West where all like the marketing classes are. It gave me a little bit of a PTSD moment, but, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it's kind of fun just being back on campus and what it was like when I was here. Good, good. Yeah, it feels like life has really slowed down since graduating, um, and so it's fun to be back in the hustle and bustle. Good, <laughs> I'm glad you guys are also happy to be here. So to get started, I'd love to begin with each of you giving us your elevator pitch. So in a nutshell, how would a company benefit from having each of you on their marketing team? Yeah, so I guess my elevator pitch is that I'm a hard-driven, work ethic type person. I always like to go a little above and beyond uh, what is set in standard. Um, I'm really good at delegating tasks and putting my whole heart in, and detail into something that I'm working on. That's great. Uh, prior to going back to Western, uh, I had a six-year career in graphic design. And so I combined design and analytics, which I learned in the marketing program, to create data visualizations that can help um, companies achieve their strategies and make decisions uh, toward their goals. That's amazing. Yeah, um, it's really interesting about the design because both of you guys actually had an interest in design before coming into the marketing program. So what was the, what was like, why did you choose coming into the Western's marketing program then? Yeah, so like you said, I was originally going to apply to be a graphic design major. Uh, it was something that I did when I was doing Running Start and a couple of classes in high school, and it was something that I was like really interested in, and I had like this whole passion for it. Uh, but slowly I started to realize that the more classes that I took about it, the less fun it became because it was all about like the pressure and getting the good grade and um, less, I guess, as creative as I wanted it to be. And so I was already minoring in business, took a lot of like the prereq classes. Um, I didn't want to extend my school <laughs> career even longer by trying to figure out what else I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna uh, major in business instead. And I'm not really good at finance or accounting. So <laughs> marketing it uh, ended up being one of those picks because it has a more creative side to it. That's awesome, and Nicole? Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Um, I would also love to add that um, design is so subjective and I found that it's hard to articulate your value as a designer unless you have some kind of data to back it up to show how it's contributing to a business's goals. And so that's why I like marketing is because it ties in the objective side of business so that you can combine that with design and really figure out how to use design efficiently. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that because the whole reason I went into the marketing program was because I felt that there was this creative aspect that wasn't really touched on with all of the other, um, you know, like business majors. And I think you guys made a good point in that 
marketing allows for that creativity, but it gives you the structure to act on it. So I really like that you guys both mentioned that. Um, and this is actually perfect timing because the final round of this year's case comp is actually happening in what? an hour from now, um, and you both were actually on last year's winning team with our production manager, Arnov, which shout out to him. Um, so can you guys like walk us through the process of partici like participating in the case comp and what you learned from that? Yeah, so actually I wasn't planning on doing the case competition at all. Um, we were in a group together in a class and somebody from our group had mentioned wanting to participate, but I had no... Um, no thought about actually participating in it. Um, but Nicole eventually reached out to me again and was like, I would really like it if you join my team and let me give you a little pitch on why I think you would be a great member and why we would work together well. Um, and because of that is the reason why I joined the case competition. And it was one of the most stressful but rewarding weeks ever. So. Yeah, so the case competition, for those who don't know, is, uh, I guess last year, I don't know about this year, but last year it had 32 con contestants and 14 judges, and we were given the case on a Sunday, I think it was Sunday? Yeah, Friday? it was a Sunday. Yeah. And um, we were able to put together a strategy by Monday, and then come together and create a survey and collect a bunch of data and use the data from the case to back up our strategy mm -hmm. and, um, and, a, and a basically a positioning strategy for uh, Big Scrubs, which is a real brand, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, re we presented on a Friday night. So from we received it on a Friday and presented on a Friday and then made it through to the final rounds on Saturday and presented against two other teams and, and one. And so it was a lot of work, a lot of really late nights and early mornings, mm -hmm. but I think that it was it was the turning point for me at Western in the way that it provided me with the confidence to, to know that I can that I can t do marketing if that <laughs> makes sense, um, and and I feel like brought me together with a lot of other students. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, especially with some of the core classes, at least I have felt that I'm like, how am I going to use this in a real world situation? I know that you know all of those foundational like learning objectives are really important in order to use that as a standard. But I think the case comp is so important and such a great resource for people to see how those you know core objectives and such actually play into what you do as a real life marketer. Um, so. Out of winning and you know getting that reward, which again, congratulations. What would you say are the benefits and those you know main learning points that you gain from you know experiencing that? Yeah, like Nicole mentioned, it was like a it was very like non traditional format that we're used to, um, and I think that really helped because I feel like with everything else, you what you're aiming for is like a good grade, something that will sometimes in some cases get you by if need be. But I think for the case competition, uh, the way that I feel like I went about it was much different because we were in we were going to be in front of judges from the industry. And so it felt like I needed to really apply the knowledge from different classes versus being in one class and applying that knowledge from that specific class to the project. So it took elements from different um, from different places as well. Like Nicole is more of an analyst than I am and she took uh, the analytics class before I did so she knew more about those things and being able to come together and share knowledge that way um, instead of being in one class and sharing the same knowledge. I think that's a great point. It was great to pull from all the different classes and apply that to where we, we each were with the, with the classes we had taken uh, to the case comp. In addition, I felt like our team, we all are really creative people with just like 
super, super work drives. And, and that work ethic, combined with the creativity, combined with the knowledge from our marketing classes, I think came together and formed this awesome presentation. Yeah, I also think that with other classes, it's like months and months of different work for separate projects. So you have like this long period to do this one section versus the case competition is just one week and you, you're just given the small little information packet and you're on your own. You have to like set your own standards, set your own schedule um, and really, really figure out what you want to do rather than having like, um, like a professor set a schedule for you. So I think that was really nice. Yeah, so would you say like a good component of like, I don't know, being confident and going to the case comp is like just having a good core group of people? Like how would you go about like selecting who is in your group? Yeah, so I would definitely say if you're gonna do the case comp, uh, pick people that you know has the same work ethic as you. Um, I know in class setting sometimes you're forced into a group and it doesn't always work out the way that you want it to because of um, differing standards and work ethics so definitely the same work ethic really really helped um, and I think just people that you know are, are that are gonna I guess how do I say that people that uh, people that are going to what am I trying to say like people who will have your have your back yes people that are that are gonna do the work that you dependable yes 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 thank you thank you <laughs> um, but yeah, picking dependable people is is always good. Yeah, yeah. and choose the people who uh, inspire you and who impress you. Um, I had marketing research with Ashley and Arnav, and both of them just always brought their A game in dance class, uh, and in a way that I felt matched how I wanted to to be and how I wanted to perform in my classes. And I, so that's, I think, really key is find the people who you think are almost too good to be in a group with you and, and, and work with them. <laughs> yeah, I think that really highlights just how important relationships and community is in the marketing field. I feel like some people go into business, at least when I went into it, I was like, I'm going to make money this way. It's like, but there's, there's so much more. Like, you have to be empathetic towards people. You have to really value those relationships. So it's awesome to see that, you know, a resource that Western is putting on is really implementing those, those things into something that you can participate in for free at Western. Um, so do you have any like inside scoop, like tips and tricks for people who want to participate in the future? Can you give us a little intel about that? Um, I guess one of our, I guess one of our little tricks was we were the only group that did a survey, but from my understanding, groups have started doing <laughs> surveys as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I def definitely going above and beyond what you think is required. Um, they gave us data points to go off of. Um, so technically we didn't need to do a survey, but we wanted real responses from real people and how it really affected them to be able to um, elevate our proposal. Um, so I think doing something like that, I wouldn't know what else to suggest other than the survey that we did, but. Yeah, so I think collecting research is key. So we collected primary research through our survey, but I remember we also did a lot of extensive research to get data points outside mm. of our survey. Um, and so, for example, we had a suggestion to use LinkedIn more mm -hmm. um, for, for this business because they wanted to do, um, to kind of do almost like business to business marketing with people who wear scrubs in the field. And I remember Arnav did a lot of research on why LinkedIn is such an important platform for businesses to attract that type of, of client, that type of, I guess, target market. Um, and so I think just collecting research and just going above and beyond in every single way and never ask, why should I go above and beyond? Mm -hmm. Ask why shouldn't I go above and beyond? 
And then on top of that, I think we all prioritized the case comp over mm -hmm. just about anything else that was going on in our lives at that point. Um, and so I think that's a huge thing too. Like, do it for sure. But if you do it um, and you want to win, be able to put that before your social life and and even other classes. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but um, I think the payoff for it is huge, even if you don't win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one of, also one of the critiques that we got from one of the judges, Sarah Baskin-Tolly, um, mm -hmm. she definitely said to look at lifestyle choices from the people that you're targeting, um, because that's something that we didn't do from the start. Uh, it's something that we added towards the end, but like characteristics and attributes that go along with the people that you're targeting. So things that may not seem important are actually really important in really bringing the proposal to life. Mm -hmm. That's, That's amazing. amazing. I think people who want to participate in the future are really going to benefit from those inside <laughs> tips and tricks. Um, so thank you so much for giving us that. So um, we have actually come up with some questions with the help of current marketing students um, regarding your time here at Western um, and what life has been like since graduation. Um, and we actually separated them into the three buckets, which you can see here, um, starting with the not-so-juicy questions, and it gets progressively juicier. Um, so we're going to start with the not-so-juicy questions. So who wants to take their first pick? Oh, I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Okay, so read, read it out loud? Yeah, read okay. it out loud. Okay, what made you realize that marketing and business was the route you wanted to go? So I kind of touched on this, um, that as a designer, I realized that I, I could only go so high in my career without becoming like a super talented uh, il illustrator or, or, you know, have really good art skills. Um, and so at the point that I reached the peak in my career, I decided I wanted to study business um, so that I could learn how to help businesses with, with design. Um, and I didn't learn anything about design at Western. Um, instead, I, I learned that I have an equal love for analytics as I do design, which is has really s kind of set me apart from the competition in applying to jobs. Um, and it's been, it's really cool to have that full range, that full spectrum from design to analytics that I can help businesses with and, and know how to apply it. Um, to suit their needs. Yeah, I think marketing is a really special program to get into because like you were saying with your interest and love for design, you can use that and really incorporate that into your skills as a marketer. And I feel like that goes that way with really anything. Like if you're a tactile person, if you love to create something, you can all really just channel that into being a, a you know, a positive and like well-rounded marketer. So that's awesome that you're able to really apply that today. So. I completely agree with that. I feel like you can do just about anything under the marketing umbrella. Um, which is not the case with most majors at Western. Um, so it gives you the flexibility you need, not just right after you graduate and the first job you get, but it gives you this really strong foundation for any direction that your path takes you. Um, one thing I've found is there's no, there's no common path for people who graduate from any major. Um, and I think that's one great thing about, about the marketing program is you think you want to go into data analytics, and you can do that in your first job, but then say you want to change paths in 15 years, the marketing degree will give you that flexibility because you have that really wide foundation. Mm -hmm. There's, There's so, so much opportunity. opportunity which, exactly. Yeah, it's really awesome. Exactly. All right, Ashley, do you want to pick any question? Yes. Mm. 
Okay, do you ever look back at what you learned at Western and use it? Um, so far, because I am unemployed, not quite. <laughs> um, I mean, I definitely do take aspects of what um, the, the marketing program has taught me um, into it. It provided me with more confidence because of how often we had to do presentations and I was not a very good public speaker before um, being in these classes. So I think I definitely took away confidence from it. Um, in terms of like actual knowledge, uh, the only place that I've ever really applied it to so far is the case competition. So if you're looking for that, the case competition is kind of what you should do. Perfect. All right, we'll probably do like one more question each from this not so juicy segment. Okay. These are good questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What is your favorite part about being a marketer? Ooh, that's really good. Um, I guess I like that we can apply it to so many things. I think what a lot of people think marketing is, is it's sales. It's you're doing cold calls and knocking on doors and that's a super outdated, <laughs> super outdated form of marketing. Um, nowadays I would say that marketing can be anything from, oh gosh, like design as I said to, um, to sales to, I mean it just covers such a wide variety of things like I said earlier. Um, so I think my favorite thing would just be the flexibility um, and um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. I feel like that's not the best answer. No, no, I, I compl that's why I chose to get into marketing is there's so many paths that you can take, so that's awesome. Okay, which class prepared you the most for acquiring a job and being confident in job interviews? Well, <laughs> um, I think, one class that prepared me the most in what I felt like I could enter the workforce in is digital marketing. Um, I think it's a great class to take because um, you learn so many different aspects of it and different entry points where you can get a job from. And I feel like digital marketing, because we're in a digital age, um, is so prevalent and heavily needed. I think you learn in that class, um, something that you do learn in that class is that you know, we're becoming more cookie-less. And so another class would be analytics because you could, they're always looking for data and how to track that and um, what you, um, like the type of stuff that you see from it. So I think those two classes are, I think, the best to prepare you for um, jobs to get into. Yeah, I completely agree. I've, um, I took analytics with Ashley, actually, um, and I'm in digital marketing right now. And it's crazy because it's like, I'm actually like, this is, people get paid to do what I'm doing for an assignment. So it's, it's really fulfilling to know that I'm capable of that and that I have the resources in order to produce something that people in a company will value in the future. So that's awesome. Okay, so I'll steal, I'll steal that tub back from you. Let's get juicier. Yeah, and we're getting to the, the mid-juicy questions. Okay. What would you say is the biggest struggle you experienced in the marketing department? Ooh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um, struggle. Nicole doesn't really struggle very much. <laughs> I, 
I'm gonna replace the word struggle with challenge. Sure. <laughs> um, so I am, for those who don't know me, I push myself very hard. I say yes to every opportunity. And so, and I, I seek challenges um, every chance I get. Uh, and so when I um, was in Integrated Marketing Communications, IMC as it's called, um, with Dan, Dan's class, um, we, he asked me to be the director of analytics for his class. <clears throat> and for that, I produced a um, presentation for Spotify small business uh, team to do an entire marketing research project where we had a user experience survey, we had a focus group, one-on-one -on -one interviews, um, pre and post testing to test people's knowledge retention. Um, and that took a significant amount of time. And I think just dedicating time to something is one of the biggest challenges in general is figuring out where can I take from other places in my life to dedicate time on weekends, on evenings, on mo in early mornings. Um, and it's similar to the case competition, uh, but this, in this case, went for a whole quarter. And so uh, it, was it was so worth it. Uh, but I think that that's the hardest thing is, is the sacrifice you sometimes, has sometimes have to make to grow your, your career while you're in college. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I really dislike when people say business is just a cop-out kind of thing, like uh, getting a degree in business is easy, and it's like I, I would pay so much money for it to be easy. Like <laughs> it, it takes so much time and so much energy and so much work ethic to, to feel at least satisfied, especially with I feel like all three of us agree that we want to achieve the highest potential possible. Um, and in order to do that, you have to sacrifice a lot, but that end goal is worth it. Yes, so. and I can, I can attest to that. I think it is, it is so worth it. And everything you can do to set yourself apart from the rest of the group, that's all above and beyond. That's all extra in addition to the classes and things that everyone else takes. But it's those things that you do, the little extra things that you say yes to, like doing the case competition, for example, that's what's gonna make the biggest difference in your career. Yeah, perfect. Okay, Ashley, your turn. Which professor impacted you the most and in what way? I think the professor that I that impacted me the most was Ed in our marketing analytics class. Um, I'm not a very data math type person. It's always been my struggle. Um, and the only reason why I took that class in the first place was because um, during the case competition there was a networking uh, networking event and they were like analytics is everything if you have the chance take the analytics class uh, if they hadn't said that I definitely would have passed on that class um, but Ed made that class very easy for me he was always there to provide help in class outside of class um, when I wanted to talk about other things like potentially being in the MBA program he was readily available to tell me like the different steps that I needed to take um, he, in many ways, reminds me of like a gentle parent. Um, never really got mad, and the only time that he got mad, per se, yeah, in, our, <laughs> in our one class, it was scary in a way because... You don't uh, want to let him down. Yes, so it, it provided so more kind. disappointment yeah. than scare, uh, scariness. Um, but, I don't know, he was just very, very kind, very open um, and welcoming, and just made, made math and data understandable for me yeah which seems impossible <laughs> no yeah I think that goes into just 
if you are scared to reach out to your professors, don't be. Like, mm -hmm. they, they are a resource to you, and, like, I fault myself on this because I don't ever want to seem less than. Like, I don't want to reach out because I don't want them to think that I'm not capable of knowing this by myself, mm -hmm. but that's the whole reason they're there. That's the whole reason you're paying to be here is to, mm -hmm. you know, to gain that knowledge and experience from your professor. So mm -hmm. never, you know, feel like you, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. Because to be honest, they like to be chatted to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to that point, I actually, I, I don't think there was a single quarter where I didn't go to a professor's office for office hours, um, at least one time during the quarter. I think it made a huge difference. And remember, it's important to develop relationships with your professor. It's important to say, to stand out in their mind so after graduation they remember you. Mm -hmm. if, they, if you need a recommendation for grad school or, or you want someone from their network, to connect, want them to connect with someone from their network to help you get a job at some point. Um, you want to stand out as the top-notch student and the best way to do that is to go to office hours and ask for help. I think that's such mm -hmm. a great point. Yeah. I think the more that you talk to them, it ease, it, the easier it gets to feel like you can talk to any professor because the more that at first I was very hesitant to talk to any of my professors but the more I like engage with them and talk to them um, they would recommend different classes to me and different things and so it just became so much easier and it made um, decisions uh, easier to dis like the pros and cons I guess yeah you realize that you're not just a student you're also a person and they would never you know they would never if someone came up to them on the street it's not they'd be like I'm not gonna talk to you you know like you're a person and they care about how you're feeling so yeah I think that's really important okay we'll do one more question each from this little tub Okay, what is the best advice you have to get a job? Oh, I have so much. Um, so I actually just accepted a job this week at a marketing oh, company. So um, I have been interviewing for the last month all through January and, and finally uh, had two offers actually uh, at the same time That's during amazing. the last Congratulations. week. Congratulations. So thank you. Um, and the best advice I have um, is to develop your value proposition. Figure out what makes you different so that they remember you throughout the inter interview process. So that every time through every interview, if there's multiple interviews, they say, oh yeah, this is the one who's great at writing, at content writing or, or design or whatever it is. Um, and so I think just figure out how you can stand out from the crowd. Um, and then in addition to that, um, I actually received some great help from um, a friend of an alumni of a Western student. Um, named Matt, and he is actually in the uh, technology like coding world, um, but he had some great advice for writing resumes. And he basically taught me how to take everything subjective out of a resume. So don't design it, just keep it all in a word template. I mean, make it look nice and well formatted, but take away all graphics and logos and all that sort of thing. Um, so that it can be read easily by a, um, like Indeed and other systems like that. Uh, and then find a way to make everything you've done a metric. So um, for example, say by the end of this quarter, Skyla, you've done four podcasts. You said, you can say hosted four podcasts for a student podcast. Um, and so taking everything and adding a number to it so that it's just super objective, it's all data driven, so that someone can just skim it in a minute and then um, and then know exactly who you are and what you can do for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'm writing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ashley? Piece of hair, sorry. 
can you walk us through what your first presentation in Marketing 381 with Dan was like, and did you cry? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Dan's class 100% is so nerve-wracking and scary. Um, but the thing that it taught me was one, confidence, because it made and it made sure that I was prepared for every time there was potentially a presentation. Um, the dice always scared me, for sure. Um, but it wasn't as, it's not as bad as you think, because everybody gets roasted in this class. Nobody's gonna remember that you specifically got roasted. Everybody's just gonna remember um, that you all got critiqued in some form. Um, and I think you also need to remember that uh, um, it's better that it happens in the classroom than in a workplace. That's what professors constantly tell us. It's better to make mistakes now. Um, make your You may look a little goofy or silly, like you don't know what you're doing, but that's okay because a lot of people don't know either. Um, I remember other groups would go up and Dan would ask these questions and I even was like, I wouldn't know how to answer that. I would struggle myself in thinking of how to prepare for it. Um, but getting through Dan's class, um, gives you a real understanding that this is a learning process and marketing research is really a hard class to start out with um, but it gives you the school uh, the, the tools and the foundation to um, to take on other challenges and other marketing classes um, I did not cry though uh, but I definitely got really really nervous really, really my palms were like super sweaty um, and I remember I had a friend in that class Alec and I would, every time the dice would roll, I'd always look at him and I'd have this nervous feeling. Um, but it's not as bad as you think, I, pr I promise. When you look back, in the moment it is, but, but yeah. when you look back, it's not as bad. Yeah, I think people talk a lot about the fear associated with that class, but you don't talk about how good it feels to answer a question from Dan oh, correctly yes. to where he doesn't have anything else to say except good job. Like that, because I think Dan is, such an amazing professor and he does all of that and he puts you under pressure because he cares about you because he wants to see you succeed and you feel you know as I'm sure Nicole you felt when you got accepted in that job like so much gratitude and just excitement you know to what the future holds and once you you get that approval from Dan you're like oh my gosh mm -hmm. I I can do it like if someone asks me this in the real world I'll know how to answer it now so yeah even though there's fear there's fear everywhere in life mm -hmm. so I think that just that prepares you again for the real world and that's what the marketing program is here to do yeah on top of that oh I mean okay. um, Dan has this great analogy for um, pretend you're lifting you're lifting weights and the weights are really really heavy um, that's, yeah, that's how you lift weights. <laughs> and the weights, the weights are really heavy. Do you want someone to come up and lift the weight from you when you're trying to, you know, lift weights that are a little bit too strong for you? Or do you want someone to gently guide the weights uh -huh. and be there for you if they fall on you? Um, and I think a lot of professors will, and even teammates in classes who do all the work, they lift the weight off of you. And then how do you grow from that? And I mm -hmm. think that Dan provides so many growing opportunities for you to get stronger. Um, and and from and there's I don't know any other professor who, who is able to do that quite so well. I agree, definitely. Yeah. I think a big tip for Dan's class is going in knowing the answers. Like prepare yourself um, knowing all of the vocab that is related to the project, knowing what the numbers mean, how you interpreted it. Even if you interpret it 
inter interpreted it wrong, uh, that's okay because your entire team did it together. Um, but having a solid answer to give and being confident in that answer is really helpful. Also, participate when you know the answer. Uh, I was lucky enough where if I knew the answer, I would raise my hand. So towards the end of the class, you don't have to participate at all, and he won't code call on you with his little cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, participate. Be comfortable. Yeah, yeah, put yourself out there. Okay, so now we're going to move into the juicy, juicy questions. All right. Perfect. I'm always first. Yes, <laughs> yes. Bucket. Yes. <laughs> Testing the waters. Okay. Um, okay. What was your most embarrassing interview? How did you prepare for it beforehand? I don't have any embarrassing interviews. Nicole wouldn't have oh, embarrassing yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys are so nice. Um, can I pick a different one? Yeah, Ashley. I think Ashley oh. has, oh, I, has, a, oh, I has an answer for this, actually. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that I had an embarrassing one. I definitely had one where I was like, okay, maybe this didn't go that great. Um, but I, it was gonna. It was. It was during the school year, and I was going to do an internship, which I ended up not. But pro tip: do an internship. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, but it had been like my first real interview, I guess. And in some ways, I had prepared for it, and in many ways, I did <laughs> not. Um, so certain uh, like questions came up where you know they just asked about like things that I could do, things that. Um, um, weren't so great about myself, things that were great about myself, um, and I really had to think about the answers um, because I wasn't prepared in that way. Um, so there's a lot of awkward pauses. So I guess that would be my most embarrassing interview, but so far that's the only one, and I hope it stays that way, but that was like maybe two years ago, so. <laughs> yeah, and to shout out, I think IMC is a really great opportunity to set yourself up to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. You know, a good portion of this class is Dan being like, you have to, think about yourself, you know, like you, you are a product and you are selling yourself to these companies. Why are they going to pick you out of, you know, the stack of people who are applying, you know? So learning how you stand out and how you, you know, your value proposition, what value do you bring to the table that other people don't? So, you know, that's a good little. Yeah, yeah. I, wish I, had taken, said. Mm -hmm. I wish I had taken this class. <laughs> well, for future students. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always think that IMC should be a requirement uh, to graduate just because, um, at, at, at the same time, you're one develop you're developing your own brand and helping yourself get a job. And at the same time, you're learning that through the lens of a business that you can better market businesses across from their from their brand development to digital marketing to print marketing to the, the entire like ecosystem of marketing through the lens of yourself. I mean, there's it's it's incredible. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Other question? Oh, okay. These are sneaky questions, you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you think your degree was worth it? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes, so I am guilty of being one of the people who used to say, it's just a piece of paper. It's not, it doesn't matter. It's just a piece of paper. Um, but I applied for jobs after six years as a graphic designer with management experience without a degree and no one would hire me. I hit a max in, in my field. I couldn't get another job, and I couldn't, so I, I, my options were to go back to school, which I was fortunate to be able to do, or stay in the company I was working for, which I had grown as, as far as I could in that company. 
um, which was limiting. And now I've now that I've graduated, I graduated in December, like Ashley, <laughs> uh, and um, I have had so many great opportunities, and I feel like I feel like there's this path ahead of me, and I feel like I can do anything. And so yes, a degree is a, technically a piece of paper, but it's so much more than that. Um, and the knowledge that I, I could just gush about this forever, just the knowledge that I have has, has opened so many doors for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, we'll do one more question each. Oh, this long. What was the toughest thing you had to deal with in college? Class, work-life balance, specific projects? Um, I would definitely definitely say work-life balance. I think Skyla can attest to that. Um, Skyla and I were in a few classes where we had group projects together. Um, and uh, Friday nights, we would sometimes <laughs> be on a call together talking about school-related stuff instead of going out like most people. Um, <laughs> um, so definitely go out more, um, explore the city, you know, hang out with friends. Um, but also understand when to cut back on that and give focus to school. I think while I was here, I mainly focused on school majority of the time um, just because uh, there's so many projects to do, so many things to do. Um, but I think it's just realizing that sometimes you can give yourself a night off, give yourself a break. Um, I guess that would be... Yeah, one of the biggest biggest challenge challenges. I mean, another challenge is just balancing all the different um, projects that you have going on because a lot of them are presentation based. Um, so you'd have presentations after presentations. So I mean, just being prepared and um, I think something that would help with work-life balance is getting ahead, not doing just the bare minimum. Um, I mean, you can do that sometimes. I did that some, well, not like bare minimum in the sense of like not doing the work, but, but, but I mean more along the lines of like doing what you need to do. Um, but I mean, there can be times where you can go above and beyond that, get all of your assignments done and really have like a less stressful week, uh, which was sometimes helpful. So I think doing the little things like that would definitely um, make school more manageable. Yeah, I still currently am working 25 to 35 hours a week, um, but you, you, bills need to be paid, and, you know, and I'm doing it. So, but yeah, I think for me to add on to that is just like you were saying with going out, reward yourself, you know? Like sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, I spent this whole week doing this and this and this. Maybe I should just cram for next week. It's like, it's okay to just breathe. Like, you know, to just, Time doesn't stop, but give yourself a break. Like, your brain can stop for a second. Okay. So, yeah, managing all of the, because people are like, oh, you're just a college student. It's like, no, like, I'm paying taxes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the things, I swear. So, yeah, just give yourself a break and give yourself time to breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, one more. Did you ever contemplate leaving the marketing program? And if so, why did you stay? I never did con contemplate leaving the marketing program. Um, I mean, really, the last year went really, really fast. Uh, it's crazy to think that last year we had the first ever marketing classes, marketing 3D1 and 3D2. I mean, the th I'm looking over at the producer, at Arnav, <laughs> the manager of this team. Um, we were in that class together, and it's just crazy that last January, we were in that class for the first time, brand new marketing students, and here we are one year, full year later. 
Um, and so once you're actually in the marketing program, it goes so fast mm -hmm. that I can't imagine leaving at that point. But sometimes it seemed like the classes, the business classes, um, before getting into the marketing program, I mean, those were hard. Those mm -hmm. were harder than any of the marketing classes, I would say, mm -hmm. because they're not something to be, like calculus, like yeah. not something to be as passionate about um, and, and really, really challenging. So um, I think once you get into the marketing program, it's easier to connect. I'm learning this because it will help me in my future career than the classes earlier on. Awesome. Okay, I'll take the extra juicy questions away. I feel like we're juiced out at this point. <laughs> okay, so I am graduating in the spring, and I'm sure many soon-to-be graduates are feeling this way as well, is it's really scary to put yourself out there, whether that just be, you know, fear of rejection or, like, the imposter syndrome. As you guys have begun your job search and even, like, you know, been offered a job position, accepted that, how did you move past that fear? How did you move past the fear of, like, yeah, just, just the at yeah, the post college? Out there, mm -hmm. just like thinking, okay, well, I've been in college this whole time. What do I do now? Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, there's still some fear in myself currently, just because, you know, you've been in school for so long, and it's this structured environment. Um, you know, your next phase, your next step is guided and helped by other professors, um, counselors, advisors, things like that. Um, and really after college is where it's like, oh, this is what I spent the last, I don't know how many years preparing for. Um, but I think there's, I guess there, for me, there's never not a fear of rejection. There's always going to be that fear, um, especially if you find a job that you are really interested in. Um, but I think it really is just putting yourself out there and knowing that um, different opportunities and different chances come along uh, that you may have never realized. Like the case competition is not something that would have been in my agenda in my college career. Um, for the most part, I kept my head low and didn't always do the above and beyond things, but it's something that turned out to be a really great opportunity. So I think it's just understanding that um, while some chances and opportunities may come and go, there will be there, there will always be others. So I think that was really helpful for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it is really scary. Even with me, with work experience, like industry work experience on my resume, it was still really scary. And I found myself realizing that I should have done an internship even with my background experience. And I hear Ashley saying that too. I completely agree. So for if you're currently a student, um, get internship experience. And if that means you might need to postpone your graduation, get internship experience. I thought that I would be able to get an internship, you know, free work or something, anything um, post-grad. But the truth is, is that most great internships, even good internships, um, require that you're a student mm -hmm. while you're doing an internship with them. And so that's really key. So if you can do that, but for those of you who have just graduated or maybe graduated in spring and are still looking for a job, my, in my experience, I found that continuing to learn uh, and continuing to see, to look at job application or um, job postings and if, if I see something that I don't know how to do, I'll go out and learn it. Um, and so I was doing, taking classes on Codecademy for Tableau and, um, and, and SQL, the coding language, uh, and, and just trying to pick up my education where I left off um, and, and doing that on my own. And I know that takes a lot of structure, um, but, uh, 
there are lots of resources at Western for professors who will help you figure out and write your own cur curriculum, as I call it, um, to, to figure out what to do to ease that, ease that fear of not being enough. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, so kind of wrapping things up. So I know that you guys, you know, started your job search maybe two to three months ago. You just got a job. Uh, where do you hope to see yourself in 10 years or so? Oh, 10 years is far. <laughs> um, I guess in 10 years, I mean, for a long time, my long-term goal for marketing was something in sustainability. It still currently is. Um, and how that goes, I'm not entirely sure, but in 10 years, I hope that I'm financially stable with, with a job, enjoying life, you know? Yeah, I, I, I completely agree, yeah. and, and I know you're gonna get there. Actually, so. <laughs> Thank you. Don't worry too much. And Nicole? I hope to be at the company that I just am going to be starting at at the, at the end of the month. Um, there's lots of room for growth opportunity, and that was really a huge part of choosing this job among the two options, between the two options. Um, and so I hope to be able to become a marketing strategist at some point where I can actually use data and, and build, help companies build strategies to achieve their, their goals. Um, this is really probably in the weeds, but in my knowledge of business, limited knowledge of business, it's been you know almost a decade, I guess, since I've been in business, um, but I've learned that the closer you can get to figuring out how you're contributing to a company's revenue is the best way to stay in your job and continue to grow in your job and get what you want out of that company. Um, and so that's what I hope to do is just hope to help businesses achieve their, their larger goals through marketing. That's amazing. Um, so our next guest is actually going to be a mid-career alumnus, um, and they, so that means they graduated from Western anywhere from like 10 to 20 years ago. Do either of you have any questions that he that you would like them to answer at the next episode? Where? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to learn a little bit more about um, what it's like um, to negotiate both on the side of an employer and an employee and how to, to ask for what you want um, and, and articulate your own value to get that. Um, also just like things to learn and ways to continue education and what that looks like for them. Um, yeah, I think those are those are two big ones I have. Yeah, those, those are really good, good questions. I think I, just as a marketer, and you're told this in all of your classes, is that your job is going to change. Like marketing is such a growing, like all the technologies associated with that, they're ever changing. So I think just seeing someone who's been in the field for as long as they have, knowing how do you, how do you deal with all of these changes? You know, you could walk into your office and be like, well, we can't use this platform anymore. What are we going to do now? You know, and that's been the downfall of a lot of companies. But how do people navigate that? So just navigating through being the marketer and all of those challenges that just come with it. Thank you, Nicole and Ashley, so much for being here. It's been amazing. I really appreciate all that you had to share with all of the marketing students and um, people who are about to graduate. Um, we are going to plug both Ashley and Nicole's LinkedIn in the description of this uh, podcast. If you want to reach out to them or ask them any more questions, I'm sure they'd be more than happy to answer them or even just to make a new connection or a friend. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. We really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting us. It was, it was fun. fun. Thank you, Skyla. Yeah, this is great. Thank you.